You're listening to Permission To, the podcast where we dive into the science and soul of owning your worthiness as a perfectly imperfect human being. I'm your host, Sam Jew, psychotherapist, positive psychology coach, mama to a beautiful five-year-old, Emily, and passionate advocate for living an inspired life. My aim is to show you that you have full permission to own your worthiness so that you can embrace your true nature and begin walking boldly toward your dreams. Let's dive in. Hi everyone, welcome back to Permission 2. This is technically my first episode for 2024 because I recorded last week's episode before Christmas. So this is episode 75, how I plan my year as someone who's deeply ambitious and sensitive. And it's part two, which is all about intention setting and planning. If you haven't listened to part one, where I share my reflection, I really encourage you to. And hopefully you should have access to the workbook that goes along with these episodes if you're not on my email list or you didn't receive it please send me a dm or an email and i will get that to you so (laughs) this episode is going to be a little bit personal again like i'm going to share some of my personal goals and intentions this year but i'm also going to make sure that it's really supportive for you uh If you've already planned your year, (laughs) um, you might be thinking, oh, Sam, this is too late for me. And absolutely, I totally respect that. But I know a lot of my community don't really start planning until towards the end of January. Uh, It's school holidays in January and it's also um, summer in Perth. And so, yeah, sometimes we can feel this kind of guilt or comparison like oh my gosh I'm only you know planning my year now and everyone else has already done theirs on new year's and so this is just a reminder if you haven't planned yet that it's okay you're in good company one of my most popular posts is um February is a new January and last year I even did a March is a new January like I think that the last couple of years have really taught us that in many ways we need to kind of slow down and we don't always need to race into planning and into our intention setting. So of course you don't need this permission slip, but I'm just going to remind yourself to give yourself permission to plan at a time that feels good for you to reflect at a time that feels good for you. It's not too late if you haven't done your reflection, if you haven't done your planning, and if you've already done it, you still might get a different lens or a different layer of how I look at planning as someone who's got a background in psychotherapy and coaching, and also as someone who's highly sensitive and feels things really deeply. So let's dive in. Firstly, when you look at the workbook, what you'll notice is that A lot of my planning comes down to how do I want to feel like, so how do I want to feel this year? What emotion am I craving? Because often the emotion or the feeling that we're saying we crave may mean that we didn't have enough of it last year. We, We, you know, so let's say I really want to have more joy and more fun in my year this year. That's because there was a lot of serious stuff going on last year and I didn't do my dance classes and I didn't do as much of the stuff that makes me happy and joyful. So 
I always begin with focusing on how I want to feel, what emotion I'm craving and understanding why I'm craving those feelings. Uh, And that again, will come back to the reflection piece. That's why I don't really believe that it's supportive to plan without reflecting. And the other thing that I do is just try to prioritize one or two things that I want to shift because it can be so tempting. I saw this really funny reel yesterday where um, someone was wearing one of those fancy um, masks that you I don't know they look after your skin like infrared or something and then she was trying to do like 10 different habits like all at the same time and it was really funny but it was also kind of true right like most of us we we get this um, energetic rush in January and we're like all right this is a year that I'm going to sort this out and this out and this out and then what happens is we overload ourselves by trying to create like 10 or 30 new habits at once so my first suggestion for you is going to be please go slowly and gently it doesn't mean that you can't you know, work, work on 10 habits over the year, but don't try to do it all at once. Try and work on one change and one shift at a time. It will support you with your confidence as well. So yeah, if you decide if you want to like focus on prioritize your health or um, your wealth, uh, maybe it's working on your purpose, your business or your relationship or your family or your hobbies, um, you know, and try and choose just a couple of areas to prioritize rather than all of them. So for me this year, I really want to go all in on my business and really prioritize that. I feel like last year was my real like mama year. And of course, <laughs> I'm still a mom. I'm still going to prioritize my kids but there's real, this real shift in my identity of who do I want to be this year? And it's like, yeah, I want to be a CEO this year. I really want to focus on my identity as a businesswoman who puts her business first. So it's working on that identity, like who do I want to be and what do I want to do? Uh, yeah, for me, I also, I want to feel happy and joyful and energized. So I'm going back to my dance classes. I already booked in. I'm doing a lyrical dance class and then potentially a contemporary dance class as well. Uh, So yeah, think about a few areas that you want to prioritize and then think about the woman that you want to be. What does she value the most and what are her priorities? And also like what would be the one thing that makes this year feel incredibly special? Yeah, so there might be something that you really, really desire that you sometimes find it hard to speak out loud or to admit to yourself or to other people. Is this a year where you actually speak that out loud and give yourself permission to prioritize it? And part of my planning process is also looking at when I set my goals, when I set my intentions, what comes up for me? Like, are there stories about who I am and why I can't do that, do this thing? Or um, are there old beliefs that are getting in the way? Um, I love that question. Like, why can't I have what I want? Like, is there a reason, you know, so let's say that like I've decided I'm really going to focus on my health this year, but in all honesty, I am very much a stop, start, stop, start person when it comes to exercising and getting into a routine And so it'd be really easy for me to say, oh, well, there's no point starting that, Sam, because you never stick with it. But it's always better to keep 
working and stay hopeful and and be open to changing your identity like how miserable would life be if we believe that we could never change or that just because we've had trouble reaching a goal before you know means that we we're never going to reach that goal so I think for me that's another goal like really focusing on committing to my physical health, um, moving my body more, because that links in with me showing up more in my business as well. So it's important to unpack those stories and then like really question them, you know, like that's an, that's an old identity. How can I shift that? Who do I want to be instead? And one thing that I think is really important is thinking about what you want to embrace, uh, what you want to start, what you want to stop and what you want to keep. So are there like new habits that you want to start? Are there habits you want to stop? Yeah. Are there things you're already doing that you want to keep? And then um, obviously like just working on one of those at a time rather than feeling like you need to do all of them. So that is how I plan my year. One thing I wanted to talk about, which it feels a little bit vulnerable to share, but I've realized that if I plan too much of my year or I plan too far ahead, I don't actually end up sticking with the plan. And now most people kind of know me for that saying, follow the plan, not the mood, which is something that I actually learned in my CBT training when I was at Southampton Uni. And it's a really, really powerful tool when it comes to the day-to-day life, like let's say that I schedule in a podcast, that I'm going to record a podcast episode and then I'm just like, oh, I don't really feel motivated or I don't know what I want to say. Uh, The concept is we'll follow the plan, not the mood, so do it anyway. Or let's say I wake up at 5.30 to go to the gym and I'm like, oh, I don't feel like going. I know that once I go to the gym, I'm going to feel great. So I follow the plan, not the mood. And after I've been to the gym, I feel great. But if I'd kind of waited to feel motivated, I would have been waiting forever. So follow the plan, not the mood. I find that really supportive in general, um, especially as I'm planning my week. But obviously we're also, as women, we are cyclical beings and um, sometimes we do need to be a bit flexible with that as well. Uh, so, but what I've noticed is it, it's not so supportive for me with follow with planning, you know, months and months in advance or, you know, planning the whole year out because, and this is where the high sensitivity comes in. Like I am very driven by my emotions and that can be an incredible strength and a challenge, but some of my best business ideas have actually come out of the the hardest times in my life for example permission granted i didn't plan that the year that i released permission granted which was like 2021 uh i didn't know that that's what i was going to be doing that year and it was actually during covid lockdown and running a different group program that i had this like full body like just permission granted just landed and, um, and then I just launched it and it was just this incredible life-changing program for the women who attended it, but also for me running it. And I, yeah, and I didn't see it coming. I didn't plan it. So I think that we have to give ourselves permission to plan in a way that suits our personality. So make sure you save some time in this process to think about like your biggest wins in your life, um, your career, your business, if you have a business and like what was going on for you then 
um, was it fully planned or was it actually like something that like kind of just dropped in? And then for me, this is where the planning my week is my biggest focus when it comes to my goals and my intention setting. Like I haven't really planned out much for my business this year yet. I've got like a rough idea of what I want to do, but I'm still keeping a little bit flexible. What I have already planned out and what I did quite early in January was how I want to plan my week, how I'm going to structure my week, you know, booking in the dance classes, booking in the gym, looking at what's going on in my mum life and then what's going on in my business life and where I'm going to have some white space and some downtime. If you're sensitive or if you're neurodivergent in any way, you probably don't have as much energy as other people do. And so you need to plan rest time. You need to um, plan downtime. So yeah, for me, really the thing that I want you to take away from this episode first and foremost is that it's actually how you plan your week um, that is going to have the biggest impact on how you plan, how you spend your year. And so when you're planning your year, I really encourage you to look at how you want to plan your week. And then if you've got it, like if you're prioritizing your health this year, where is that scheduled in your diary? Because it's so easy to say at the beginning of January, I'm going to prioritize my health. And then you get to the end of the year and you're like, oh, it, it didn't happen. And of course, like I always say with all of this as well, we can be honest with ourselves without being hard on ourselves. Like we don't need our inner critic to come out and go, oh, see, you didn't reach that goal. But it is good to be discerning and go, well, hang on. If I didn't reach that goal last year, what happened and how can I schedule some time into my week to prioritize that? As simple as it sounds, I feel like that is the key to being able to actually reach your goals this year is to really, really look at how you plan your week. And so I'm actually going to do an episode on how I plan my week. There already is one, um, but I want to update it and I want to do like a kind of new year version of it. So I'll drop the link in the show notes of the, the original, how I plan my week episode. It's quite old now, um, but know that there's going to be a new one coming. And because ultimately how you spend your week is how you spend your year, right? There are 52 weeks in a year. That's 52 opportunities to prioritize your intentions. Um, and, and also it doesn't have to be perfect and you can review it. Like I have a habit of reviewing my week on a Sunday and looking at what's worked really well and what hasn't. And, and again, that's why I don't believe that we can kind of plan our year like it's set in stone because we need to be able to listen to ourselves, listen to our heart, listen to our body and see what's working and what's not working before, before we kind of commit to things. So there you go. There's my little confession that, <laughs> that I don't actually fully plan my year. Uh, it just doesn't work for me, but I do make sure that I plan my supports for the year. Like I already know that I'm going to a retreat in June. I like to have a few nice things to look forward to. Uh, and yeah, I've, I've already planned how I'm going to structure my week. Uh, if you're listening, I would be so grateful if you could leave a five-star review so that I can get the message from permission to out to as many women as possible. And also I would love to hear how you're going with your planning for the year. Have you started? Have you finished? How are you feeling about it? I genuinely really, really love to hear how you're going with it. So talk to you soon.